The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now we're going to talk about the US where Donald Trump took to the witness stand in his New York civil trial. And after a pretty rambling testimony, the judge reminded him that he was in a courtroom, not at a political rally. Uh, joining me now uh, to talk about all of this is law lecturer with the University of Galway, columnist with the journal.ie, Larry Donnelly. Larry, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Um, it does appear that this is all uh, about politics for uh, Donald Trump and not about his responsibilities under civil law. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at this stage, nothing really should surprise us about Donald Trump, but it is quite extraordinary still to see uh, a former president of the United States behave the way he did uh, in the witness stand in a court of law yesterday. Uh, I think alternating between what you might call extreme anger on the one hand uh, and then making some kind of bizarre statements. I mean, for instance, he said, uh, at some point at a very old age, I'll do the most beautiful thing you'll ever see. And one wonders what possible connection uh, that could have to uh, the testimony he's being asked to give. So uh, another extraordinary day. And as you say, uh, he sees all of this as a campaign opportunity. Uh, and indeed, looking at his poll numbers over the weekend, he has every reason to be confident. Now, his poll numbers suggest that in some of those swing states, five of uh, six mentioned that he would beat Joe Biden uh, at this point. I think Wisconsin was the uh, exception. Um, what's going on there? Because the Democrats will say on the one hand, yeah, Biden is a bit shaky at this stage. But on the other hand, he was way behind at this stage in the last campaign. And look what he did. Yeah. And of course, the, you know, a year is an awful long time in politics. But if you look at those polling numbers, I mean, uh, Trump is 10 points up in Nevada, six points up in Georgia, five points up in Arizona, five points up in Michigan, four points up in Pennsylvania. Uh, this all coming against the backdrop of a swirl. Uh, of legal clouds uh, is quite extraordinary. Uh, if that were to unfold, it would be an electoral college landslide uh, in favor of Donald Trump. Uh, that has set off panic stations uh, within Democratic within the Democratic Party, uh, both publicly uh, and privately. Because although it's one poll, all the all the and again uh, a, a conviction next year in a court could shift things considerably. But nonetheless, there is really good reason for Democrats to be very, very worried uh, about their prospects of holding the White House. Now, he was Mr. Trump, not President Trump in, in court, because uh, he's basically uh, already found guilty and it's only a matter of what the punishment uh, might be. But um, his people were complaining that he's almost the presumptive next president of the United States and he wasn't being afforded that dignity. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, this is a lot of the, the people who surround Trump, you know, who, who almost, you know, revere him, who, who you know, who, who, who often flatter him and everything else, uh, saying that, you know, he deserves better than this. Uh, I think one particular example of that is one of his lawyers, uh, Alina Haba, who afterwards, uh, you know, really put on quite a performance uh, outside the courtroom, calling uh, the judge unhinged. Uh, praising Donald Trump, uh, she's frequently seen. Is she uh, the one? Is she the one that looks like Ivana? Uh, slightly, uh, and she she worked uh, in the fashion industry. As I said, she's down in Mar-a-Lago. She is actually widely disliked, at least allegedly, 
uh, by lots of other Trump lawyers. But she has got herself into the inner circle because of her unflagging devotion to the former president. Yeah, he's, she's a kind of a cross between Melania and Ivana Trump in, in terms of looks. And she mugs it for the cameras all the time. And she's very concerned about her hair, uh, it would appear, a lot of the time. Anyway, uh, how good a lawyer she is, only time will tell. Um, the, the problem for Trump uh, might become greater if uh, the litigation that's going on, is it in Colorado that might disbar him from running for president? Yeah, I mean, I, I happen to think that that's sort of, uh, you know, a, a real long shot. Uh, I don't see that happening because uh, courts are reluctant to step into the political process and effectively limit choice. I think that that is uh, a very difficult one. We've also seen moves, uh, for instance, that Trump should not be allowed uh, on the ballot, that, that secretaries of state can decide themselves uh, that he should not be on the ballot. Uh, I think most Americans will say that, look, uh, you know, regardless of their opinions about Donald Trump, uh, these are kind of either political uh, or judicial interferences with the electoral process that they're not comfortable with. So uh, I can't see that happening. But again, uh, unprecedented is an overused word, but it still applies. Now, uh, the problem for the Democrats, and we've been talking about this already on, on the program uh, yesterday, I think it was, you know, the, whether or not Joe Biden uh, Four years on, has the energy, um, both mental and physical energy, to go on the campaign trail and fight at Donald Trump, who may also, by the way, be in cognitive decline. Yeah, but I mean, here's the problem. And again, the fears that have existed for some time behind closed doors are now emerging and they're being voiced publicly, uh, for instance, by David Axelrod, who has, in my view, uh, pretty much issued an ultimatum indirectly, albeit uh, for that Joe Biden needs to step aside. Because, look, Democrats are asking these questions privately and publicly, but the one key finding of that polling over the weekend is suggests strongly that Americans have already made up their minds on that front. And that is 71% of voters asked believe that Joe Biden is too old to be an effective president. That number is not going to go away. And that's why some of the attempts uh, by Democratic strategists to dismiss this poll by reference to historical context, they could well be missing the mark here uh, because that number, in my view, uh, is not going to go away. And indeed, as the campaign unfolds, uh, it could go even higher than that. So that is a very, very big problem. Of course, caveat this to death. The reality is Trump has his own problems, legal and otherwise. Uh, a year is a long time in politics. But the, this poll gives considerable reason, again, for worry. Yeah. Um, Kamala Harris is not the answer to the prayers, I think, because uh, uh, she's been pretty invisible, uh, certainly to us, maybe not when she's doing the daily round of her political engagements, but she doesn't get much uh, coverage on the the mainstream TV uh, programs that uh, we watch here. So who is there um, who would put their head above the parapet, who has a track record, who has the energy, who doesn't have a closet full of dirty secrets? Um, You know, Pete uh, Buttigieg... Very smart fella, uh, you know, good experience now having served in Biden's cabinet, um, but he's a gay man. Are they ready for a gay couple in the White House? Uh, I don't think Buttigieg is the answer. And again, a big caveat in this, uh, you know, given American political realities, it is very, very late in the game uh, to get in and see this. So, I, I mean, I still think Biden will be the nominee because of how late stage this is. But were something, you know, odd to happen, were Biden to step aside, uh, in my view, the strongest candidate the Democrats have 
uh, by country mile, in my in my own estimation, uh, is Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan. Uh, she, in Michigan, again, is a state that Donald Trump once won. Uh, she has demonstrated an ability to work with Republicans. She's very well liked across uh, middle America. Uh, she's a very strong candidate. Uh, I think that if she were to get in the race, she would be formidable. Uh, I think, for instance, she would beat Kamala, Kamala Harris uh, quite easily. So she is there. But I think, again, at this stage, for all sorts of reasons, it's very late. And it kind of begs the question, Pat, because these doubts about Biden have been there for so long. Uh, you know, it's extraordinary to me that he was effectively able to box off the field and make no make no mistake. You know, on this side of the water, people are saying, look, there's no Democrats out there. There are plenty. But it's it's very strange and very extraordinary to me that none of them took a punt on this when they saw uh, Biden's vulnerabilities, not just broadly, but within the Democratic Party as well. Mm-hmm. Now, the we thought Hillary Clinton might do it, and if it hadn't been for James Comey's intervention, she might have done it. Um, is America, you know, ready for that woman president, especially someone like Gretchen, who doesn't have national experience, although lots of national exposure, given the threats to her life and so on? Yeah, I, I do. I do think America is ready for uh, a woman president. I, I don't think there's any doubt about it at, at this stage. I think that the reason, uh, you know, you mentioned James Comey, uh, Hillary Clinton, you know, and again, this is one of the puzzles I think that people will labor over for a long time. Uh, an awful lot of people just didn't like her and still don't like her, including uh, very many women. That was what she was up against from day one. Uh, I don't think that that, that unlikability factor uh, will plague Whit- Whitmer. It does, you know, and again, there is misogyny. There are other issues out there. It does certainly plague Kamala Harris, and I think that that's unfortunate. All right. Well, Adele likes Hillary Clinton because they embraced during a, a concert uh, recently. So uh, there's at least one very prominent woman out there who admires Hillary. Uh, Larry, thank you very much for joining us. Larry Donnelly, law lecturer with the University of Galway, columnist with the journal.ie. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.